0: This week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast is sponsored by Pure Creative Apparel. From logo design to specialty clothing to branded merchandise, the team at Pure Creative Apparel can take your ideas and bring them to life. You can find out more at purecreativeapparel.com, and we thank Pure Creative Apparel for sponsoring this week's show. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Hey, welcome to episode number 69 of the Run Eat Drink Podcast. I'm your host, Amy.
1: And I'm your co host, Dana. Welcome.
0: Woohoo! And it's a little early, but happy 4th of July to everyone celebrating this week.
1: Yes, well, you wouldn't know that it's early. We have lots of uh, do it yourself uh, pyrotechnic technicians.
0: Everywhere in the neighborhood. Everywhere in the
1: neighborhood uh, getting ready for the big night.
0: You know how we can tell?
1: The dog's under the bed.
0: That's right. (laughs) That's right. Well, the boy.
1: Yeah, the girl doesn't care.
0: Yeah, our girl doesn't care. I don't know if you have dogs that are just oh, so terrified of all of the fireworks and there's I feel so badly for him. There's nothing we can do.
1: A big scary dog is (sighs) just a Big baby when it comes to fireworks and thunderstorms. And
0: it's so strange. The girl is not phased by it at all. No. But the boy is scared to death. (laughs) And I hate it.
1: So hopefully you folks out there are able to keep your fur babies nice and calm this week and probably into the weekend. I'm guessing uh, that fireworks, if you've got the amateurs in your area shooting them off, will probably go through the weekend.
0: But hopefully you're having good celebrations, maybe running 5Ks in honor of the holiday. Yeah, we got yeah. our local
1: one coming on we 4th of few. July.
0: Yeah, we have a few here in, in the Cape, and we have one over in Estero. And it, they're just a lot
1: of fun. So the question I have for you is, are you going to run one?
0: Well, you know, I was emailing with my coach The other day,
1: would that be Olympian and America's coach Jeff Galloway? Yes, not to name drop or anything.
0: Oh, he's he's such. I mean, he's like such a father figure. He's so nice and just so encouraging. I he really is. uh, Yeah, I can't. I cannot sing his praises enough. But I was emailing with him, and he's like, you know, you might want to do some hill work before you get to Anchorage. And I said, well, I'm in Florida. It's flat. Uh, uh, You mean like these little bridges, these teeny tiny little bridges over water? And he says, no. Do you have a bridge nearby?
1: Like a big bridge. Like
0: a big bridge. And I said, well, not one that I can safely traverse. Traverse.
1: Now, during the day, (laughs) like uh, in regular traffic situations, the bridges we have going into and out of Cape Coral, not great for running.
0: No. But on this holiday, on this fine holiday where we celebrate Independence Day. Yes. Yes. It's not just a movie.
1: We and our fellow ungrateful colonials. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) Ooh, I'm one of them. No. Uh, (laughs) we, uh, We have several 5Ks going on throughout and... I can safely practice hill work as a part of our local 5K.
1: So you are going to go run like the Firecracker 5K or the Freedom Run over the Cape Coral Bridge? The
0: Freedom Run. That's the Chamber of Commerce. Mm -hmm. Yes. Excellent. So that's the one where I can practice bridge work.
1: All right. Well, I will practice my camera work from the sidelines on that one, I think. Yeah. Give you guys a little bit of an update. Yeah. Bad Um, news. I mentioned last week on the episode Mm -hmm. that I was having some knee issues, and it turns out the knee issues were a little worse than I thought. So um, in the coming days, I will be going in for some arthroscopic work and uh, hopefully rehabbing that ahead of our trip to Alaska. So, um, I will be doing a little more of the cheer squad slash photography and videography from the sidelines, and you know I'll get the miles in slowly, but and safely and safely and
0: according to what the doctor recommends in recovery.
1: Well, the 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 most recent word from my doctor today was, "Yeah, go do whatever you want to do. You can't hurt any more than it already is." Well, <laughs> so, un-
0: until you get it fixed,
1: right. Right. So I have free reign to just go nuts, you know, ride it, you know, ride this thing to the wheels fall off, so to speak.
0: Well, for a limited time only. Exactly.
1: So. So um, I probably won't um, jump into hill work with you on that bridge.
0: Oh, and I fully support you healing and doing (laughs) what you need to do. However, you know, two thirds of this podcast is not
1: running. Well, I'm going to give where I can.
0: You're going to give. To the eating, the drinking, I'm a giver. The exploring and indulging, yes, we I can will. hand those duties to you. Actually, we can do them together.
1: That's true. Oh yeah, that's true. Oh yes. So mm-hmm. I will still be helping. I'll still be covering the other portions, but Amy is going to be solely responsible for the runs for the next uh, probably four to six weeks. No pressure. No pressure at all. No pressure. So, I, I will be doing what I've been training for all my life, which is sitting on my butt.
0: No, you will not. <laughs> There's physical therapy to be done, sir.
1: Stop. I don't need that kind of negativity in my life right now. I'm
0: trying to be supportive. You are. So, you are. Yeah.
1: But, Come on. so, um, it was quote. actually kind of a nice uh, week this week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, last episode, we asked you guys to give us your. Um, your mantras and the things that you use, your mental strategies for getting through adversity,
0: tough runs, overcoming adversity, very apropos. It
1: was. And, um, you know, I'll I'll, I'll be honest that you're getting the word that, Oh, you you know, your, your injury is worse than you think it is. And, you know, rest ice compression and elevation is not going to be enough. Um, That kind of takes the wind out of your sails a little bit. And, 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 you know, fortunately it's, it's a, it's a minor procedure and all of that that I'm looking forward to. but, Nonetheless, having some it, seeing other people going through that stuff, and I uh, and I've seen you go through it, yeah. but it's different when you're a caregiver. It's different when you're yep. on the on the business end of that. Uh, yes, uh, you know surgery, and then yes. it's different f- from my perspective. And now the the tables are turned. Mm-hmm. But seeing what other people were were talking about, what they do uh, mm-hmm. to s- get themselves through, right, really kind of helped.
0: And it does it 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 is different as the caregiver because you feel you want to help, you want to keep everybody you you i want to keep you motivated. No, oh, sure. And encouraged to recover and do well and do what i can and sometimes i feel that i just can't find the right words. So it's great that we have this community of support.
1: And we got a great phone call yeah from Wendy. Wendy. And uh wanted to share that with you guys and, uh, and uh, listen to what she had to say. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. So here's Wendy.
2: Hey, it's Wendy from Buffalo, New York. Here are some of my running mantras. You're strong. You go, girl. I like to tell myself those several times during a run, especially if it's hot out. I usually will take an extra walk break if I need to, carry water, a towel around my neck and just keep repeating those mantras to myself I've also been known to think of my favorite coffee shop when I get done with a race how I can go there and just relax whether I really go there or not that depends I also been thinking a lot about everyone in the south my son lives in Houston Texas and I know they've been having oppressive heat And I keep thinking it could be so much worse than what I'm dealing with. So those are some things that I use. Um, Thanks for the weekly podcast. You guys are great. Love listening. Have a great week.
0: Oh Wendy, I really want to see pictures of your dog. Yeah, the
1: dogs seem to have something to say on this topic, and I would like to uh, see a photo as well. Yes, so.
0: or maybe it's multiple dogs. I don't know, but I mean, it sounded adorable. It sounded
1: like our house.
0: And she made so many good points.
1: I love. Well, first of all, if it gets hot enough out there, I'll say you go, girl, on the run. I, I mean, to me, to me, you, to me. I mean, if it's <laughs> when it, when the. Heat index is about, is in the triple digits. I'll start saying it to the dog. You just I mean, don't just, even know. Yeah. <laughs>
0: don't even know what day it is. No,
1: I, but you know, having having something that's catchy, that yeah. is meaningful, that's repeatable.
0: That's meaningful, that's repeatable, or that's humorous to get you kind of out of that negative headspace. Like if I uh, was on a really tough run over here in the neighborhood, how there's the stop sign that says, stop and then somebody has put hammer, hammer time. time stop hammer time
1: now i'm i'm gonna yeah. throw, throw you a curveball all right because that the worst stretch of a run i've ever seen you run oh and this is including runs where you've had serious you know injuries or issues with your knee yes we have a stretch of a of a nature trail here that we run that goes by a salt marsh Is that really the worst? It is the worst okay. because it's the only stretch that I know it gets so hot and steamy there that you cry almost like a like a switch has been flipped. Well, it Like depends you on hit, how long I've been the out there. You hit the wall of steam and yeah. horse flies, that's right Ooh, there. the horse flies are terrible. <laughs> and you just start crying for about a quarter oh. mile. Oh. And you like you're like angry, ugly crying while you're running Yes, and then you stop. Yeah. Like a switch is turned off.
0: Well, so I mean.
1: what are you saying to yourself during that?
0: Oh, well Wendy makes a valid point with you go girl, but I might be saying something like you can do it. You're already, usually I'm already well into the mileage when that happens.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. That's usually at least into like my, so mile eight. Don't turn back
0: now. You're halfway done. I'm so proud of you. This is me self-talking to me. Right. You know, it's. Think about how all this training is going to benefit you when you get to that race, when you get to that starting line, when you cross that finish line. Think about think about all of that. And also, yay Wendy, she must follow us on all the social media because coffee.
1: I was going to say, the thinking of her favorite coffee spot. So she's already setting herself up to oh. accomplish... Explore and and indulge,
0: indulge yes and in, in coffee. In coffee, there's Nonetheless. nothing wrong with that.
1: And and we actually do the same thing. We have uh, that tr- uh, oh. that nature trail that we're talking about. We park in a Starbucks parking lot. We do. And then if we have to, that's our our one place we can go for potty stop, mm-hmm. unless we're gonna go and fight alligators.
0: Which I'm not. I'm anti alligator fighting.
1: I am too. Yeah. Well, I'm pro alligator. I'm, I'm anti alligator wild, fighting. Wild encounter with them.
0: Yeah. No encounters.
1: But you know we'll do the same thing like oh I can't wait to get back to Starbucks or you know I can't can't wait to get you know just a uh, potty stop and some air conditioning for two minutes you know you, whatever
0: you have talked about food and beverage that we will explore and indulge once we hit that 10 mile or 12 mile or whatever it is mm-hmm. that we're doing you know like like we had this last weekend that we can talk about a little later in the podcast that quite delicious but if i can get a good mental image of oh my god it's gonna be that big glorious burger mm-hmm. or the humongous beer sure yeah that you that can also keep you going so yeah to her point i mean she le- she legit she was talking about coffee
1: there's nothing but, wrong with that
0: love coffee but i also imagine oh i have earned that burger I have earned that pizza I have earned those chicken wings and I know that I probably overly indulge in those thoughts and not not always do I indulge in the food or overly indulge in the food
1: no no I mean because we'll do we do two two days a week of speed work one day a week Mm -hmm. of distance running and we very rarely um, do our our, our day seven or our, our night to go out and do the explore and indulge part of the podcast mm-hmm. on a speed work day no so it's usually following a long run mm-hmm. so yeah now Wendy, spot on uh you know dangle the yep. carrot in front of yourself yeah. even if you're not going to give it to yourself but mm-hmm. uh wendy go ahead and give yourself the coffee you've earned it
0: yes I think the coffee on all of the types of runs, short runs, long runs, bridge work, speed work, whatever.
1: Well, coffee's kind of the baseline for us before we even go out the door for a run. You must have it. So Mm -hmm. um, now we got Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Yes. Do you want me to go through the Facebook stuff real quick? And yeah, then that'd you be do great. Instagram? Yeah,
0: that'd be great. And yeah. Twitter? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I can do Facebook. Or no, you do Facebook and I'll do Instagram and Twitter. I got you. Well, yes. we got
1: some fantastic feedback from some of the running groups that we're a part of. Um, we posted the link uh, asking people for their mental strategies in Bouncy Hunters Grateful Goals. Oh, yay. Uh, Katie Scales was kind enough to say that she struggles with this as well, uh, keeping positive and pushing through. She mainly tells herself, at least you are trying it's better than sitting on the couch. Can't agree with that more. Um, let's see. Holly Taggart said she doesn't have any. Uh, she just kind of tells herself to see how far she can get and then I'm just in the last mile. so yeah, Great. just convince yourself to see how far you can go. Yeah. Why not? Uh, um, like a challenge. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, yeah. whatever works for you. Um, uh, but that's a great for some that that mental challenge is gonna be what does it? Yeah. In the Facebook group, Fat Girl Running, uh, we got a bunch of feedback on this and it was fantastic. Um <laughs> Dottie Hines, I complain and bitch like nobody's business until I get it out of my system. <laughs> I am right there with you, Dottie. Ooh.
0: So She just gets it all out and then she can turn it around and be positive. My
1: question to you, Dottie, is do you do it verbally out while you're running? Do people look at you funny when you're running down the road thinking, (laughs) what is this person talking? Who is this person talking to? If so, you and I have a lot in common. Uh, Let's see. Lana Jantz says, upright and smiling. Um, Nice. Let's see. Um, Chloe Bissett says, mine's a little bit sad. When things get tough during a run, I just continuously repeat, repeat in my head, "Slow run better than no run. Slow run better than no run." You know what? You're absolutely right.
0: And I don't necessarily think that that's sad.
1: No, there's nothing sad about a slow run. If it wasn't for slow running, there'd be no running here,
0: right? Because we wear the shirts that say, "I'm
1: not slow, but I am slow."
0: What? But we? I mean, it's a joke.
1: It is it's a joke because it says on the back we're trying to get the most race. out of our race entry. Fee.
0: Exactly. So I don't think that's sad. I think that's very and apropos.
1: Stephanie Haas uh, says left, right, left, right, left, right, and I and I'm right there uh, with you. And yes. and I've even been known to, and I know you do too. You count steps during intervals when, especially during oh, speed work,
0: a majority of the time.
1: Um, let's see. Run the mile you're in. That's Angela Hawbakers. Oh. She says it's also a great book. And Prove Yourself Wrong. Oh, Prove prove Yourself Wrong. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. That's really good. Oh, let's see. Debbie Sheary. I've got this. Janet Thomas Doty, keep moving. Um, Let's see. Beverly Rosmus Baker says, I remember those in my life that aren't as fortunate as me to be able Mm. to run. It's enough to get me out of the door regardless of the weather. Mm. Yeah. Right there with you, um, and as mm-hmm. for injury, I just remind myself it's temporary, and that recovery and healing is just as important as any training schedule. And that is so true. True,
0: you got to remind yourself of that.
1: I'm having in the to weeks remind coming. myself that. Yes, yeah. and someone here is going to be reminding me of that constantly, all the time. Let's see, uh, Emma Summer Wilson, the tortoise wins the race. Yes, yes, I love that one. Uh, Sierra Trudell, I can do this. I will do this over okay. and over. I think I might have heard you saying this at uh, the Star Wars half at Disney World at some point there, Sierra. Um, or m- might have been something similar echoing in my head. hmm Yes. We've been there on that race. Oh. Um, Deirdre Gage Rollins, I use the 40% mental mantra to get past walls.
0: 40% mental mantra. Yeah. Say that fast five times. I know, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, one step at a time, one mile at a time from Lori Duncan. I like that. So you guys have some good ones here. Yeah. Um, Successful people often do, which unsuccessful people do occasionally. I like that one. I should put that on my wall. Uh, What goes up must come down. Jen Cassiano-Lincoln, Mind Over Matter from Nicole Montez. It's a weird one, but booty bounce, booty bounce over oh! and over. Reminds See? me that I'm moving my ass, literally, and that's from Kelly Mural Loader.
0: See, some of them are funny, and you have to laugh sometimes to get yourself out of that
1: Absolutely. negative
0: space sometimes.
1: Uh, well, I don't know why anybody would think you'd be in a negative space when you're running in summer temperatures. Oh,
0: feels like 109.
1: <laughs> uh, Penny Smoot says, I can and I will. I'm doing it because I can, and because I can, I'm doing it. Sol Sec. Mm. Um, (laughs) Carrie Malik, but did you die? (laughs) Thank you. Did you you die? Thank you for quoting uh, uh, one of my favorite movies, The Hangover. Um, Let's see. Cindy Carey, you've been through worse. Breathe in, breathe out. One, two, three, four, five. There is a finish, and. You've got this. You've got this comes in a lot. We see You've that one a this. lot. You've got this. Yes. Um, let's see. Okay. This one here Megan Engel Rosen says, I saw this recently, maybe in this group, and love it. You win or you learn.
0: You win or you learn.
1: I think that's true.
0: That is true. You just, And winning.
1: Your pers- um, personal victory. Personal victory. doesn't you have to be crossing say, the finish line. Yeah. First.
0: Not necessarily winning. It's you're winning, you're running your own race. You're. It's your own training run. It's your own goal. It's your, I like that a lot.
1: And I like, uh, last but not least from this group here, Mary Cadigan, run to the edge of your hat. You ran Boston in 46 degrees, driving rain and nonstop headwind. (gasps) Slow AF, but you did it. Run your effing plan. Awesome. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Well. Do the work. Do the work. You got to do the work. Love it. Yeah. So those are some of the stuff uh, that we got from you guys on Facebook yes. and I cannot thank you all enough for chiming in on the Facebook post it was and great. Uh, for the group admins for letting the post stay up. Yes. We weren't trying to solicit anything. Weren't asking for anything. Nope. Just wanted to share some stuff yeah. with our fellow runners.
0: Hey, there was somebody on Facebook that made a reference to Rogue One had, had some kind of running mantra that, was an homage to Rogue One, and I just thought the Star Wars reference was all the better.
1: And I think, and I think you said something like you posted the the gift and said, "I rebel."
0: Oh yes, Oh yeah. uh, I'm one with the course. The course is one yes. with me. I'm yes. one with the course. The course love is love that. I loved that because you know how we're Star Wars nerds. Just is a it, little, yeah. So we got we didn't. I mean, we got our first feedback from Twitter. Oh yeah. Okay. We got our first feedback from Twitter. Twitter represent. Yes. So it is um, the handle, and I apologize in advance if I butcher any names, but the handle is Coffee Cortesan or Cortesan or...
1: Tomato, tomato.
0: Is it? Well, um, Christer's C is the name. Okay. Right? So she says she has a few, run all the miles, eat all the sushi, or run like Cap, Captain America in parentheses. This journey makes me stronger, or it could always be worse.
1: I'm a fan of it can always be worse. Yeah. And run like Cap, although I I just want to say on your left. On your left? Yes, I was (laughs)
0: thinking of that as soon as I read all of hers, I was like, on your left, on your left. Yeah, <laughs> so that was, that was some feedback we got from Twitter. And then we had a bunch from Instagram. We had a bunch from Instagram. So it's your turn, Lee. It's your turn, Lee. And I think Lee um, is her name. She says, during my last half marathon in Cleveland, my mantra was, I wasn't supposed to be here. And I got that from at Charlie. He says it all the time because of his story overcoming his brain tumor, a brain tumor. I said it because I grew up in Cleveland very poor. I went on to college uh, first in my family and three generations to graduate with a BSBA. And running was not part of my lifestyle back then. It was all about survival. So in theory, I felt I wasn't supposed to be there. And yet I was. It was a priceless feeling. I didn't get a PR, but every mile got all I had.
1: Very nice. Yeah.
0: I thought that, I mean, I think it's not only about mantras. I think it's about the stories you tell yourself over and, the miles.
1: Yeah, and again, whatever gets you into the mindset you need to be in.
0: Yeah. And now <clears throat> the handle is Reduction Radar. And there's no name and it's yellow sticker gal who is a blogger actually and her uh it it is looking good feeling good you should be in hollywood
1: nothing wrong with that yeah catchy again catchy and repeatable there's something there's a reason that the military does the cadences when they're on their runs yeah you know repeatable and catchy Mm -hmm. gets you talking Which means you're breathing, which means you're getting oxygen.
0: And almost like a cadence. And you're
1: taking your mind off of what you're doing.
0: Yeah. And then uh, Sherry Marcotte, 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 uh, runs in a skirt, says one foot in front of the other, just 40 seconds. You can do anything for 40 seconds. So a fellow Galloway runner, run, walk,
1: run. And she's absolutely right.
0: And she's absolutely right. So we had some really great feedback on Instagram and on Twitter.
1: Well, we can't thank you guys enough for chiming in and sharing some of your wisdom and your tips and tricks that help people. I mean, that's really what this is all about is helping each other. And, uh, you know, we want to help you get the most out of your race, you know, Mm -hmm. get the most out of your race entry fee.
0: (laughs) Get the most out of your training.
1: <laughs> and then get the most out of your trip to the town you're visiting. Yes. So that's the running yeah. for us. And uh, that means that when the running is done, and this week was a training week for us, and we, we did yeah. get some training, or you got some oh. training, I got some some medical attention.
0: I'm, f- I'm fighting the humidity and heat to try and get faster. And try and do that speed work. So it wasn't a long run. It was speed work.
1: Just Heavy speed work. Heavy for speed
0: you. work. And I'm just fighting it. I feel like I'm not getting any faster. So this also really helped me stay positive to say, you know, I mean, every little bit, even though I might have been a little bit slower than I would have liked, every little bit is going to pay off in that goal.
1: Absolutely.
0: And towards that training for for future races
1: this year. So once the training was done, it was time to grab a bite to eat. Oh yes! We went to a local place here in Cape Coral that Mm -hmm. we've been we've been to before for um, appetizers and drinks, but we've never gone for a full meal. And we've always said we need to go. Yes. And I'm glad that we did.
0: And heard nothing but great things.
1: And it paid off.
0: Oh yes. So. Point five seven, point fifty seven. It's got the word point and five seven after it. That's
1: yeah. The word point is spelled out, and yes. then fifty seven or it's five seven. It's not like a dot. So, so I'm gonna say 0.57. 0.57.
0: Um,
1: this is I I guess you'd call it a new American, um, really kind of chef driven restaurant here mm-hmm. in Cape Coral. It's uh, privately owned. It's not mm-hmm. a chain. No. Um. The place is just gorgeous when you it's, it's walk beautiful. in. Lots of natural wood. I like the lights, the Edison lights mm-hmm. that, Those that are you know great. give you just that that um, warmer lighting effect. Mm-hmm. They have a full lunch and dinner menu, and on Sundays, Sundays they do brunch.
0: Yes, and they sh- I wish they did it all weekend long. <laughs> I really wish they do. did it all week long um, because the menu looks amazing. Uh, one of our friends had the uh, blueberry pancakes.
1: Some of the fluffiest pancakes Huge. I've ever seen. They so. were they're
0: like the size of your head, and you got three of them. It's like
1: eating a fluffy manhole cover.
0: Yeah, so filled with blueberries. I don't even. Yeah, I don't even know. That looked so amazing, but I was really craving.
1: I was gonna say they they also had a French toast on the menu. Oh, they that, did. That had a Maker's Mark syrup. Oh, I want to try that so bad. <laughs> so, just so just putting badly. There. So, next time. Oh my
0: god. And they had a hash like a a pork hash something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm telling you, we got to go back. I think And we can if you're that. local, you could indulge and explore that place with us.
1: Right after the uh the bridge run on the 4th of July. Perhaps. Well, couldn't do brunch it's that day. It's not brunch though.
0: Yeah. But you could have what I had. Uh, And uh, what did you have? I had the cast iron ribeye with blue cheese fondue and potato, spinach, bacon, and candied onion
1: hash. The hash alone sounds amazing.
0: And let me tell you, it's like crispy potatoes. It's like the homestyle potatoes mm-hmm. and they were crunchy on the outside, tender on the inside. The The candied onion added like a sweetness, the spinach, that, it, that green, it, it was like in the saltiness from the bacon, just a perfect bite, just a perfect bite.
1: Well, I'm going to tell you looking at yours
0: <sighs> and the cheese fondue. Oh my God.
1: It was cute yeah the presentation was yeah. adorable.
0: because when i saw honestly when i saw cast iron ribeye i thought the whole kit and caboodle was coming in a cast iron, cast iron skillet. skillet so did i but i th- i now realize that that would be a disservice to the servers because that They'd would get be like workout in oh my gosh you'd like have to lift weights to be able to bring it to the table because it's a 12 ounce ribeye and the cheese fondue comes its own little in its own little skillet and oh my that it has chunks of blue cheese, but it is a silky, velvety sauce, that fondue.
1: So you could, if you want, you could pour it over your steak, you could pour it over your hash, or you could keep it on the side to dip.
0: You could create the perfect bite. Right. Oh, my God. And they'll cook that ribeye however you want. And I, I'm telling you, it wasn't too fatty. It was the perfect balance. Of the meatiness and the fattiness that you like crave in a ribeye if you're a ribeye type. Well, I'm to say man. you're
1: a ribeye fan. I am. How did this stack up?
0: Ah, I love it. And I, oh, you know, we we're, we're going somewhere where I'm going to have to A, B compare. This is true in the future here.
1: We're not gonna give it away though.
0: Yeah. So I'll in an I'll, upcoming episode in an we're gonna upcoming be going episode, someplace, someplace for steak specifically. hmm And I'll have to get back to you with the comparison, but I will say this was quite delicious. It was spiced perfectly. Not not a spicy, but I mean it Seasons. was seasoned. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's the word. Seasoned, sorry.
1: Perfectly. Well I looked at your plate. Flavor. I mean I read it. And then when yours came out, I went, "They're cheating!" Because they're cheating. They're cheating because number one, ribeye, well, is instantly it's
2: the perfect cut of meat. It
1: is a fantastic cut of beef. Well. Then blue cheese, mm. then font, making fondue out of blue cheese,
0: tangy, salty, buttery,
1: goodness. And then hash. So it's cheat, 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 cheat. They're just stacking. It's just a, yours was just a giant flavor bomb.
0: Meat and potato heaven. And cheese
1: heaven. So, when, I, w- when I, I ordered mine, it was, uh, you know, al- I almost got what you got. No slouch. But then no the server slouch. said, she said the one that I ordered was yes. her favorite.
0: And I believe her name was Tina.
1: I believe so. And, and she was fantastic. She, she was knew the menu inside. Awesome. And out. Yes. So, shout out to Tina.
0: Mm, I believe she'd been there for a couple of years, she said. Yeah, working. she said almost since almost the beginning. Almost since the beginning. And she was just awesome.
1: Well, I ordered the crispy pork shank served on a bed of blue cheese grits topped with a apple chutney. Oh, my God. Okay. This pork shank was the size of a softball. They it have was, a picture of it on the website. It was enormous.
0: We'll put a picture out there, too.
1: The meat on the outside had a perfect caramelization like it had been seared on all sides so you Mm. had this golden crust on the outside the the meat sheathed right off the bone (sighs) and was super tender just melt in your mouth if if you've had pork shank you know what i'm talking about the blue cheese grits first of all their grits that they use were these um much more coarsely ground like
0: stone ground or like uh,
1: well but not as not very finely milled it was almost okay. almost a porridge consistency but they were you know corn grits that were just killer and then they had uh, blue cheese whipped into the grits uh-huh. and they were just amazing creamy with a little bit of tooth from the the size of the pieces of the grits and then you got this sweet, uh, but not too sweet, bit from the apple chutney on top. So you could get just a little bit of the apple, piece of the pork, and then into that, you know, the funkiness from the the blue cheese and the grits. But it had the creaminess. Oh. I think mine was just as perfect a bite as the uh, as the the ribeye, but. Um, that pork shank was so good. I I would absolutely get it again. I might I might even forego exploring something else on the menu to get that again the next time we go. It was that good.
0: Like if we went for brunch, you wouldn't try anything on the brunch menu? I am
1: very tempted by some of the sweet stuff. Like I said, the, the French toast looked incredible, but the pork shank was just that good. She wasn't kidding when she said how good that was.
0: So if we went for brunch and I were to order something sweet and you were to get the pork... Would you be willing to share is the
1: question. Maybe a bite.
0: What? <laughs> I will share with you.
1: Okay. I said I'd share with you. Okay. Since I was very reserved in the amount. All right. Well,
0: we have more to share with you from Point57 because they have beverages. Oh,
1: yes, they do. Yes. Well, before we go on, I'm going to take a minute to tell you all about our friends at Pure Creative Apparel. Anybody can silk screen a shirt. Look, we know it's true. I, I did it as a project in high school. But the team at Pure Creative Apparel is really much more than that. They will take you through the entire process to create your custom items right from the very beginning with the design of your artwork or company logo, then create mock-ups to show you what the finished product will look like and help you select just the right high-quality name brand clothing or other merchandise on which you're going to place your artwork or your logo and then they'll get you your items fast. Or, if you're not looking to get into the whole online sales thing and you don't want to worry about inventory, packaging, shipping, and all of that, Pure Creative Apparel has a complete e-commerce package available. So whether you're a school, church, or club needing just a few shirts for a special event or a company looking for a complete branding package, Pure Creative Apparel can help. Find out how by going to purecreativeapparel.com. And we really thank them for their support of the Run Eat Drink podcast. So on to the drinks now.
0: Oh, yeah. Let me
1: indulge. Let let me go first because really, mine doesn't compare to yours. And let's we'll end on yours because yours was just whatever, super unique. Go. Um, I was going for something just refreshing, light, easy, and. I noticed that they had a number of local beers available. Local being here in Florida, and they had yeah. one from Isla Morada Beer Company, which is their Sandbar Sunday, and this is their American Pale Wheat Ale. Mm. Um, best way I could describe this would be if you like, say, a Sam Adams Summer.
0: Nice, yeah.
1: Be very comparable to that, I think. Sure. Um, you could also go shock top or blue moon, blue moon but I don't think it was ha- any of the, the, really the coriander type, uh, flavors.
0: Is this the one you had at DJ's clam? This is the
1: one I had at DJ's clam. Nice. Yeah. Nice, yeah. Um, that was good. It's a fantastic beer. It's a 4.75% ABV. It's uh, distributed by Isla Morada. I know all over Florida. So, you know seeing it here I said you know what that's going to go great and I knew it was something that I was going to like and I and 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 it was going to go fantastically with that pork shank and I I wasn't wrong because again hot outside nice refreshing beer couldn't go wrong but it was a
0: heavier entree it uh, it was
1: I mean I really and truly that pork shank like I said it's the size of a softball and then you had the 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 cheese grits mm-hmm. and apple chutney i mean it, it was very filling so something light was perfect for that mm-hmm. but i, I do want to mention that yes. on their brunch menu yes they are offering a couple of beverages that are unique to their brunch menu they do um unlimited bo- or bottomless mimosas for, for 15 dollars yeah. there uh, so if you're going to get two it pays for itself because
0: they're eight bucks each normally,
1: and then they are also doing a Bloody Mary spiced with Old Bay.
0: Yes, and they used like a pepper vodka. Do they?
1: That, that is with absolute pepper vodka. Okay, and that is not a bottom, Old Bay. Yeah, not a bottomless.
0: No, and no. But
1: looked fantastic. In we a saw mason some, jar. Yeah, we saw some being served. Um, so the, it looked really, really good. So just other other options that were available, but I, I kept it simple.
0: And it's tomato juice. It's not Clamato.
1: Correct. Yeah, you know Clamato juice for you. Upon
0: our research so, with Tina. Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> but you're, you went way off the reservation. What do
0: you mean way off the reservation? Well,
1: it, you didn't go with a traditional brunchy time drink.
0: I did not. I did not. I looked at their original cocktail list and found something that is called dead on bourbon. Dead on bourbon. You know, typically you would see an old-fashioned, and they did have an old-fashioned, but this seemed very unique because the description read, rich smoke and roasted coffee flavors served in a smoking skull... Rye whiskey, Creole spices, and coffee liqueur. So, spicy, savory, sweet, and that rye whiskey is just, it's different from traditional bourbon.
1: The only way I could describe this drink was smooth.
0: Yeah, it was super smooth. So, it was a glass skull. It came out and it had like a stopper, almost like a like a cork, like a cork from a champagne bottle. Mm-hmm. And then when you uncork this skull, ever and everybody can smell the
1: smoke. Well, it's layered in there. You get the layer of hickory liquid, chips, and then you've got the smoke sitting on top it of it like inside hickory. that skull. The presentation is smooth. Yeah, like just cool. Mm-hmm.
0: The drink is inside the skull, and then you get this empty rocks glass with one huge rock of ice Mm -hmm. square block of ice and so you you uncork the the skull and you you get a whiff of that smoke and that woodiness and as you pour it you can see the smoke coming out and i know that we took video and i hope that (laughs) <laughs> You'll share that on yeah. social media this week. I will. I will. I hope that I do it justice. And I hope that you can see the smoke and the way it is and of course it's, there's no smell o vision.
1: Yeah, the smell o vision would pay off on this drink.
0: Oh, and it was the perfect balance. It wasn't overly sweet. I think the rye whiskey was a nice choice to complement the sweetness in a coffee liqueur.
1: I think that a lot of people really they 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 They'll say, oh, I'm, I'm a bourbon person, but then, rye, you know, mm, too spicy, but I find rye typically to be smoother.
0: I think it's great. And I don't think it was overly harsh because of the coffee liqueur, because when you drink it, you know, a lot of times when people take a taste of rye whiskey, they'll have like, there'll be burning mm-hmm. afterwards, but that was not the case here. No, Mm-mm, it was incredible.
1: Uh, the sip I had was super smooth and just yeah. delicious. I mean, mm-hmm. great find.
0: Looked like black coffee. Looked like a just the nice brown color coffee, you know. And um, and I also highly recommend the summertime in Mexico.
1: Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, if you are in the mood for tequila, spiced pear, cardamom, lemon, honey, and maple flavors. What
1: a, uh, that was so unique sounding and then the taste was just uh, that whatever you think that's going to taste like i promise you it doesn't
0: that was a nice dessert
1: it was just fantastic <laughs> and um, just really really surprising so and they're, different their craft cocktail game very very strong there yes and, love it. and to, and that goes along with their food game uh-huh. so 0.57 in cape coral Point 57 get down here to southwest florida yes, check yes. them out mm-hmm. great place for brunch great place for uh casual lunch or dinner as well
0: yes so. They have more than just meat on the, they have seafood, they have salads, they have small plates,
1: yeah. But that wasn't our only stop this weekend.
0: No, that is so true. There was a launch, there was a release, whatever you want to call that. Yeah, i a I'd say release, a,
1: a little bit right? of column A, a little bit of column B. We had a, uh, both. Uh, yes. This was, if you've been following along on uh, Facebook and Instagram, we've been doing beer chats every other Friday for the Saturday, last or Saturday, Saturday, sorry. Yeah. Every other Saturday, uh, with Amy talking about the category, the yeah. hurricane series releases at big storm brewing.
0: And I know that they're hard to catch on a Saturday night because most people are out having fun or spending time with family. So I really have to say, if you caught even a glimpse or you jumped in and commented or just gave us a smiley face, a thumbs up, or thanks for jumping in on a night that's usually really hectic around the weekend.
1: And it was a tough one to hear. If you weren't, if you didn't have a good set of headphones or weren't in a quiet place yourself, we were in a place that was just rocking. Um, There, our South Cape Entertainment Association was having their trolley event yeah. where they basically do these organized uh, bar crawls and the participating bars offer a food item and a, and a beverage and you buy your tickets and you get on the trolley and you just go from stop to stop all, all night long.
0: And they're themed. And so. they're themed.
1: And this was, this is being uh, Independence Day here mm-hmm. in the United States yeah. coming up, it was kind of an, uh, you know, 4th of July theme. So yes. the place was packed and just getting <gasps> waves of people. But and
0: live band. And Great live
1: music inside and, and a outside. DJ outside, yeah. So it's a really good time, it was rocking. Um, and you got the chance, you talked to the guys at Big Storm, mm-hmm. and they actually recommended against you holding off until uh the fifth release to do the flight.
0: Well, there are supposed to be five because you know there are five categories in the hurricane levels of a hurricane season, which mm-hmm. we don't want to experience ever again. No. But we will be more than happy to experience each category in this beer release series, this Belgian release series. Yes. They they said, hey, listen, if we were a bigger tap room, you know, like our uh, our sister locations. St. Pete. Clearwater. Yeah, Clearwater. Yeah, that we might be able to house all five categories so that you could do one big flight and compare all of them at the end of the release in... Uh, on their 7th anniversary at the end of July,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but probably not here at the Cape Coral location. So... Get it, while you can, get it while you can. In a nutshell, so that is what I did.
1: So you grabbed a flight.
0: I grabbed a flight of the Cat 1, 2, and 3.
1: 1, 2, and 3, but then there was a fourth hole there.
0: There was a fourth hole, so I had to order, you know, uh, they, ca- they come in fours mm-hmm. at the Big Storm. And so I got their release from Friday, which was the Bromosa Tangerine Brute IPA.
1: Bromosa being like a, a riff or a spoof on the the manmosa. Like, um, yeah. you know, mimosas typically being champagne and orange, orange juice, juice tends to be viewed as a feminine drink for women. So, so a lot of restaurants marketed bromosas for men where it was orange juice and beer.
0: Or they would throw... Well, like... Another local place does, like, vodka in there or something.
1: Oh, they might. I don't
0: know. Anyway we'll report back that would be again, dangerous after we do some research. So, <laughs>
1: so not only did you get to try Cat 3, you got to do the ABC comparison. I did. Of Cat 3 I and did. and if you guys want to check that out, the videos are still up mm-hmm. on our Facebook page. Yes. And I don't know if it's still up on our know. story on Instagram. I don't no. I don't think so. I
0: think Facebook is where it's at.
1: But uh, Facebook's where it's at. So head over and check that out and you can actually see the differences in these beers, but yeah. um
0: and thanks to everybody for sharing that with others, too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Got, got some traction. Yeah. So what did you think of Cat 3?
0: Well, Cat 3, it's a Belgian triple as opposed to the double and the single.
1: Hence the Cat category 3.
0: 1, Category 2, Category 3. I think it had, well, it was the ABV, in case you didn't catch it live, was nine And... A half. They, so they get stronger as the series goes on. Yes, they do. Yeah, because we started with much lower ABV. Yeah, much lower.
1: Cat 1 Golly. starts at 5.5.
0: 5.5, and, and then it's...
1: 7.8. and 9.5 is Cat 3. Uh-huh. In two weeks, we get to enjoy the Cat 4, which yeah. clocks in at 11.6.
0: Yeah, and I don't know when we're going to do that beer chat, but we'll put it out on social media because... It may conflict with another event.
1: We'll get it taken care of. Yeah.
0: So well. But so more, yeah. More on this cat three. Yes. Right? So it it has a higher alcohol content than two and one, if we we have already established it has notes of banana and clove. Although I don't know that I got so much banana. I got a heavier body in the Category 3. And you could really notice the difference when you tasted the Category 1 and tasted the Category 3 back to back.
1: Okay, so when you say body, uh, I'm, when, I, when I say body, I'm talking about the, the, the heaviness of the mouth feel. Yeah. So I would agree with you.
0: Because cate- you taste Category 3 and then you go back and you taste Category 1.
1: Well, it actually feels thicker in your mouth. That's yeah, what I'm talking about. It
0: feels thicker. It's heavier, and then category one feels so much lighter by comparison.
1: Uh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> but okay, so did you didn't get so much banana, but did yeah. you get the clove yeah. from cat three? I think I did. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mm, I don't know if I got it on the nose in either one.
1: Oh, see, I do. On, you did on the cat one. I don't, I think it smacks you in the face. The banana? To, for me, yeah. it does. Um, I, I think that it goes out the window in Cat 2, and it comes back a little bit in Cat 3. And but Cat
0: 3 had a thicker head after they had poured it from the tap. Mm-hmm. So, and a, a darker golden color.
1: Yes, and <laughs> that's the other thing. When you looked at those three lined up, it's like golden, then it goes... Way dark, like Mm -hmm. super dark amber. And then it goes to just a, then it goes much lighter back to a a golden, but deeper than Cat Mm One. You wouldn't know that they are in the same series of beers. To look at Cat Two, just to look at them.
0: To look at Cat Two, I wouldn't think that it would be a Belgian.
1: Oh, no. I've seen some of those from like Saint Bernardus that get that dark. Really? Oh, yeah. I
0: got to I got to experiment more with that, I think.
1: Well, you're just getting turned on to Belgians um yeah. here recently sure and then, enough. I don't know who you are when we get to talking oh. about the promoso <laughs> thing. So, the Belgian yeah. but but for Cat 3, um Oh. Did you like it? I did. Like would you have a pint of it? I would. Wow.
0: But I wouldn't drive.
1: No. Let's make no. it clear. No, gotta remember when we start. And, and if you're if you're not aware, when you start talking about alcohol by volume, you know the typical American lager it clocks in at about four four to four point seven percent.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So you're talking about basically almost double the alcohol content in the same volume of beer. So wow. it's basically two two American pilsners or lagers for one of these. Yeah. So you gotta really measure yourself when you're when you're having these types of beers. Fortunately for us, we yes. are big believers in rideshare, so course. good to go.
0: And I'll tell you, like on their website, um, Big Storm says food pairings for Category Three: baked brie, roast turkey, and bananas Foster.
1: I could totally see all three of those.
0: Could you? Because I was thinking, oh, you know, like macaroni and cheese—is that strange?
1: No, you know, weird? You, you, well, no, but you know why I think you're saying that? Why? Is that? This beer would go great at Thanksgiving and Christmas. Oh. Because of the kind of the, the you know.
0: You the, don't think Cat 2 more so?
1: No, you know what, Cat 2 tastes so much like uh, like prunes or dark uh, stone fruit I, or dried fruit. Mm. I think that if you're going for um, that Christmassy feel. You might go for something with more of the clove oh, notes to yeah, it. Yeah. Oh,
0: That's like a mulled me. wine. Like a mulled wine. Kind of like a mulled wine. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um And I think that uh, I think Cat One and Cat Three have more of those. Uh, Cat One being more so to me.
0: I I think I'm just gonna have to do it when we go to have the Cat Four. If they still have one through three, I got to get them again. I really have to. Get a deeper
1: comparison. It's really all about doing the research. Yeah, you're, you're just gonna have to make the sacrifice for your listeners. Mm-hmm. So you're very selfless in that way.
0: I want to do it and bring it to the people and be better. Well, about the comparison.
1: I I think that a lot of people would be curious and a lot of people would would say, oh, you know, that's just a that's a lot of you know, it's very high alcohol. That's don't it's let in a flight. Don't necessarily let that scare you, especially if that you you go to a brewery and yeah. they are doing a flight.
0: These were small.
1: These are small pours, and yeah. you're not committing to an entire pint of it.
0: No. And flights can be made for
1: sharing. Oh, absolutely. So. And if you're smart about it, you don't overlap three or four of the same ones.
0: Yeah, you know. <laughs> see previous podcast episodes. Oh. So. Couldn't help it. Hey, number four in the flight.
1: Oh, yeah. So, okay. This is, I'm, I'm just going to say so it right shocked. now. You're so shocked. I don't, you? I just don't know you anymore.
0: Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Your
1: favorite beer of the night, the was
0: Bromosa,
1: an IPA,
0: an IPA, a tangerine brute IPA.
1: And I must say, this this this, this one is a light gold color, but very cloudy.
0: Yeah, it's cloudy.
1: Super citrusy. It's I not mean, an
0: orange color, not really a no. dark orangish color. I mean, you can see it on the episode artwork. We have the flight there, mm-hmm. and I think.
1: But no, but no lights passing through it. It's cloudy. Yeah, super cloudy. Yeah, very citrusy.
0: Very citrusy, both on the nose and then in the flavor. It's not like a sweet citrus. It's like you. It, it, it's like the acidity. It's like the rind.
1: It's it's like they zested, the zested uh, tangerine in it, mm-hmm.
0: and not the bitter pith.
1: Yeah, and don't. F- and you said pith, p i t h. Yes. Okay. What did you think I, I said? If you had a list, that would be a totally different word. Pith. <laughs> no. <laughs> so the uh, please the the um, the best part of this, though, I think, is the fact that we both tasted it. It. And we both looked at each other and went, this is really good. I would
0: have it. Yeah. And hey, the ABV is and I, seven. I, I
1: mean, I joke. I, you know, we, we've, we've been trying to expand our palates and, and find some IPAs that we like more. But what we also learned is, again, another citrusy IPA as opposed yeah. to a piney one.
0: Mm-hmm. So You know, and sometimes people love that piney IPA flavor. But we are more citrus IPAs. Somebody people. might convert us. Somebody might convert us. You know, our friend Greg would be so
1: proud. Yep. Greg Gebhardt of Nice Guys Pizza has been yeah. trying to convert us to IPAs for years. So. Also of
0: Danger Danger
1: Fame. And of Danger Danger Fame, yes. Mm-mm-mm. So the Bromosa Tangerine Brewed IPA coming uh, in at, what'd you say? Seven point seven, straight up seven. Straight up seven percent A B V. So again, a little a little more powerful, a little more oomph.
0: I want to go back and I want to have a pint. Okay. Or maybe a growler fill.
1: Oh, you would commit to a growler fill, perhaps. She's shaking her head, yes. So uh, I think that might happen in the future. Ha, ha. Okay, well, I mean, that's you know, I think that's kind of cool though. When whenever you can go and you can explore and find something new, that's a win. Yeah. So um, win win. So we've given you guys a couple of great options here in Florida. Um, Point fifty seven and Point 57. and their craft cocktails is exclusive to Cape Coral. Yeah. Big Storm, however, is available in their tap rooms in the state as well as distributed throughout the state. So you may find their yes. beers in bottles and on draft at local yes. um, food and beverage establishments.
0: And I'll say this. If you know of a steak that I need to travel and taste to compare <laughs> to this point fifty seven ribeye, oh, you let me know. Oh, boy. Shout, shout it out
1: well we're about to, to ask you guys to to uh give us some reach out to us this week anyway yes. um if you guys will do us a favor this week what we're going to ask you to do is rate and review us on apple podcasts or in itunes if you wouldn't mind Mm. that helps us so much with getting discovered if you go and leave a rating and a review preferably more stars is better um, if you're
0: enjoying the show
1: the the algorithm on iTunes serves us up more and lets us get discovered it and really really helps us out so. Yeah. We would really appreciate that, and we'd love to shout you out. As a matter of fact, I think you yes. had uh, somebody who just recently rated oh, us. Oh,
0: Chris Darling, who actually posted a picture of himself with his squoosh, his Run Eat Drink podcast squoosh, mm. because you know they're very prevalent right now in the summer for, um, for mopping your brow. It is important and keeping the sweat out of your eyes, so you can keep on going on the road. So he he left a great review. Um, we we've had some really great reviews. So if you could, Apple Podcasts and iTunes, that would be incredible.
1: And if you've got that steak recommendation for Amy, oh yes. give us a call. Tell us where we should be going for the next great steak to talk about on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And What's if there's the, a race, all the better. Yes, especially if there's a race nearby that we could go and do. Because, okay. uh, you know, this is the Run, Eat, Drink podcast.
0: Yeah, you want to come on the show and talk she about that She can go
1: run, and while I'm rehabbing, yeah. I'll eat and drink. Yeah, so, hey,
0: let us know. Come on the show and talk about it.
1: Come on the show at 941-677-2733.
0: Or info at runeatdrink.net.
1: Email us your suggestions. Shoot us, uh, preferably a little video snippet. Try to keep it under sixty seconds. Just let us know,
0: or or like a voice memo, or yeah, yeah,
1: video snippet, voice memo, whatever the case may be. Yeah, yeah, and uh, or call that number nine four one six seven seven two seven three three. Leave us a voicemail. Great. Let us know. So we love it. Um, next week for us, we are going to be on the road, aren't we?
0: We are. We are, yes. And speaking of on the road, there should be some packages to our lucky listeners. Oh,
1: our winners from the giveaway. Your packages went out in the mail as of today's recording. And contributors to our... So keep your eyes on that. Yeah, to Uh, our social channels. Yes, keep your eyes in the mail for that. Uh, This is the week of July 4th, so mail delivery may be a little bit delayed in your area.
0: Let us know when you get it. Yes,
1: send us some photos with your swag. Yay. We'd love to see it. So um, yes. we're on the road traveling yeah. next week. We'll have some new cool stuff for everybody.
0: Oh, yes. And we cannot wait. I mean, you said we wanted to keep it close to the vest and not really share yet. Nope. We're so, not
1: telling you anything. Yeah. So stay tuned. So uh, for the Running Dream Podcast, I'm Dana, your somewhat broken co-host.
0: Oh, you're going to get better. <laughs> yes, I will. You're going to get better. And it's Amy. Worse for the summer running weather. Wear <laughs> your host. Listen. Have a great week. Happy Fourth of July. Enjoy your races. Enjoy your runs. Stay cool out there, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run Eat Drink Podcast. We're having a great third year because of your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Run Eat Drink Podcast, and on Twitter. We're at Run Eat Drink Pod. You can also give us a call at 941 677 2733 or shoot us an email at info at inforuneatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Accomplish, explore, and indulge right along with us. We'll talk to you next time.